Star Wars 7x7, episode 717. Today we consider one of the pressing questions about episode 8, which is, is it possible that the Empire still exists in any form and could come back to haunt the Resistance in episode 8? Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and before we begin, I just want to say to all the dads out there, I hope you all had a wonderful Father's Day and that you were treated to some wonderful Star Wars gifts. I, myself, was very lucky to be treated with tickets to our local baseball game, which happens to be a Star Wars night game coming up this Saturday, so we'll have some photos for you of that when it happens. That's going to be a good old time. I'd love to see what kinds of Star Wars goodies your family's treated you with or what you treated yourself with, so please post some photos on the Facebook page for the show. That's facebook.com slash SW7X7. All right, so let's talk about today's topic, the Galactic Empire. As we've been going through the New Republic timeline, the new canon timeline of events between the Battle of Endor and The Force Awakens, we've been paying special attention to the Empire and how they reacted to the events of the Battle of Endor, whether it was making multiple attempts to try to retake the planet of Naboo as a point of pride, because that, of course, being Palpatine's homeworld, or whether it was the massive buildup around the Battle of Jakku and trying to apparently protect a secret Imperial research base there. That's something that wasn't widely publicized anywhere, but is part of the story of what went on there. Or splinters of the Imperial fleet massing inside different nebulae, whether that's at the end of Star Wars Aftermath, there's one, and at the end of Lost Stars, there's another one. Of course, there's a time frame difference there. Aftermath, of course, six months after the Battle of Endor, and the Lost Stars massing at the nebula at the end of that novel, happening a year after the Battle of Endor. And for all we know, those two splinter fleets could end up coming together and forming a larger and more powerful fleet in the unknown regions out past the Outer Rim where the First Order is slowly building up its presence, biding its time, building Starkiller Base, building new shipyard factories, (laughs) conquering planets and stealing people and all that fun stuff. But I was thinking about Aftermath Life Debt, which is the second novel in the Aftermath trilogy, which is coming out next month. And I was thinking about it and suddenly thought, you know what? The third novel is actually called Aftermath colon Empire's End, and that's coming out in 2017. And it occurred to me that we had never really heard an official story about the Empire actually ending. I mean, we've heard about these different splinter groups breaking off. We've heard about different people declaring themselves emperor and commanding groups of stormtroopers or groups of ships or something like that and facing off against other people declaring themselves emperor and causing basically a civil war within what used to be the Galactic Empire. But supposedly... After this galactic concordance was signed between the New Republic and what remained of the Empire, the Empire was actually limited to operating within certain treaty boundaries in the core and inner rim worlds. And we know that they were controlling some planets. Jellican, for example, was under Imperial control still after the Battle of Endor, and that was, of course, the homeworld of Thane Carell and CNRE, the protagonists of Lost Stars. And I've been nursing a pet theory as well. The idea that the Empire could come back in Star Wars Episode Eight 
and be a second force that attacks the resistance, just like the First Order is definitely going to be coming for revenge against the resistance. And wouldn't it be a terrible and trying time for the resistance to not only be oppressed both by the First Order, which has an incredible military might that I think we've only even begun to glimpse, and an empire that may have been nursing its grudges for three decades inside that treaty realm in the Corrin Inner Rim worlds. And, you know, if the First Order can be bucking treaty <laughs> precepts by, you know, arming and, and militarizing themselves, then why couldn't the Empire do the same thing? But I think my hopes are being dashed in this regard. I've been going through the visual dictionary for Star Wars The Force Awakens, and in particular looking at the information about the Galactic Concordance. Specifically, here's the language that's used inside the Visual Dictionary in talking about the First Order. It says, The Galactic Concordance defanged the Empire's ability to wage war with strict disarmament treaties and punishing reparations. The old Empire withered away, becoming a remnant of political hardliners locked in a Cold War with the New Republic before eventually breaking away to reform in the unknown regions as the mysterious First Order. So according to that take, and according to other sources like Star Wars Bloodline, there is no empire anymore. There is only the New Republic, and then there are independent worlds as well, like Ryloth, for example, which did not join up with the New Republic. They just stayed on their own. And then First Order worlds that are in the unknown regions and are basically <laughs> have nothing to do with the New Republic and never did. And the First Order is just lurking in all these uncharted territories waiting for their opportunity to strike back into the heart of the galaxy. And this also ties into something that StarWars.com just featured recently regarding General Hux. He was their highlight of the week. And they mentioned the fact that his father was a commandant at an Imperial Academy on Arcanus, which is a core world that had been under Empire control and that he defected off into the unknown regions to help the First Order. And, of course, young Brendel went along with him. So it looks like we have, in fact, seen the last of the Galactic Empire, and they will not be rearing their ugly heads again in some new form in Episodes 8 and 9. And I'd like to know what you think about that. Would you like to see a resurgent Empire as an additional antagonist? for the Resistance and also potentially as an antagonist for the First Order. Chime in with your comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. Oh, don't worry, I haven't forgotten your trivia question. Together, we will destroy the Resistance and the Last Jedi. Last time we asked you the name of the leader of the Guavian Death Gang, that's Balatik. Today's question, how many Raftars wreaked utter havoc and destruction on Han and Chewie's freighter? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fall in love with a queen in disguise, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a deep space angel, it's Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars and my son. We hope you love it.